Welcome to the show today. Big guest, Stephen Piercy, singer of Rat. If you don't know who this is, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast. Rat was a huge band in the 80s, and their legacy continues to this day. Uh, the band and their music were just fe- featured in a recent Geico commercial, and you've probably also heard their music in Stranger Things, Family Guy, tons of other places. Uh, Steven tells me about some really great projects that he has coming up, including two docuseries, one on ASY TV that's coming out soon, and one of his own that he's still working on. Uh, plus, he's got a new uh, double solo record that's going to be coming out soon. And at some point, he's talked about a second book. And he also has a role in an upcoming musical with my old pal Jeff Tate from Queensryche. So we just scratched the surface on a lot of this stuff and his time with Rat and his story. So if you want to learn more about him, I highly recommend you read his first book, Sex, Drugs, and Rat and Roll. It's a highly entertaining read. It's on par with Motley Crue's The Dirt. And if you've already read his book, um, then I think you're still going to love this interview because we discuss a lot of things that are not in the book. So one thing I want to tell you about this interview is it's audio only for Steven. He couldn't do video. So if you're watching on YouTube, don't adjust your screen. He just didn't do video. It's audio only. So here we go. Enjoy it. Well, let's just dive right in. Welcome Steven Piercy to the Chuck Shoot Podcast. I appreciate you doing this. How how are you feeling today? Real good. Just um, getting getting busy again here. You know, I'm trying to... uh finish up this record to get in the studio and just a lot of things going on it's good to be out playing again did a couple of shows uh recently and it looks like everybody else out there is ready to have a good time yeah i'm yeah i think people are are, are really desperate for concerts right now really really like i just went to steel panther that was my first one it was amazing people are going crazy for live music yeah you know you put everybody in a box and <laughs> bound to break right so you mentioned the new record tell me about that because this is your solo record but i heard it's actually going to be a yeah. double record is that correct yeah now it's a, yeah we've just uh, i decided to make a double record i mean we started writing god a year and a half almost two years ago and it'll be solo record number six so the record was pretty much done waiting to go in the studio and then this covid thing went down and that put us behind so in the meantime i just started writing like a maniac and and working with our bass player uh jerry montano and and god even uh frankie came by and put down a riff uh so now we have all these other songs and they're they're even more sound more refreshing. So I got to go back to the other ones and give them a kick in the ass, you know? Right. So, yeah. Too many songs. Always a good problem to have too many songs. You know? Yeah. And it sounds like it's going to be a really eclectic mix. It kind of reminds me when you oh, think yeah. of double albums and eclectic. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind for me is Guns N' Roses, Use Your Illusions. Mm, I'm not going to try to make it some kind of uh, uh, episode thing, but uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting ride. It's going to be, you know, I, I can't use the word all over the place, but, you know, our bass player comes from like dancing and hell yeah. And, and, you know, I can deal with that heavier stuff. Eric and I, you never know what we're going to do. He gives me a riff or a song and I'm like, that's it, you know? Uh, so it's a good, we're in a good place and hopefully we'll start, uh, I'm hoping within the next few months. 
Okay, well, that's great. And then besides, you have so many projects going on. Uh, the backstage pass thing, the docuseries <laughs> yeah, on yourself. Is, I, and Yeah, I got to bring that up. Yeah, that's uh, that show, which will be uh, in hopefully pre-production. We get settled next year, probably later, uh, mid-2022, depending on uh, uh, touring schedule. But we're going to try to put a few shows in the can and uh, right now we're calling it back for more so the title i oh. mean just just going through and writing and doing what we've been doing christy and Darren and myself because uh, we'll be uh, involved with producing obviously we've come up with so many other ideas for this and it just can't be just another show that interviews you know uh musicians or sports stars or whatever you know now the door is open it's not just rock and roll although we'll just we'll, we'll inevitably start there as a, a starting point you know with obviously my genre the 80s you know sure. uh, uh where you know uh rat per se came from and the motley's and the wasps and that whole sunset strip era uh, some things have been beaten down, but a friend of mine who's who's been uh, helpful in directing and producing, also Tommy Asakawa, is a big part of this too. This guy, so we'll see what happens. It's going to be all I can say is it's going to be just like I say. Uh, uh, you know, mu our music is dangerous, colorful, and exciting. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We want it to be different, and it will. But there is. Uh, documentary or a docuseries three part uh, coming out uh, with me on, on uh, Asai TV it's pretty much being uh, uh, finished up now and hopefully will be out next month um, and it's going to be a three part series on the history and the making of my band Rat okay. and we take, you, we take you everywhere where it started where we rehearsed inside one of the places and it's gonna be. It's the first time this has really gone down. So we're we're looking forward to uh, getting this out next month. Okay. Series. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me. So because I know you mentioned obviously people have talked about Motley Crue, the Dirt. The I read the book and the movie. You said the movie was kind of toned down compared to real life, and you oh, lived yeah. it with them. And you said yeah, that exactly. you'd rather show the real life than have actors. And you have footage of a lot of on stage and backstage stuff. So is this stuff that's going to oh, go yeah. into the back to more or back for more, or is this stuff in the ASY uh, docuseries on you? Uh, I, well, there is a lot of mentioning of things that were never put into the book that Motley's never talked about our friendship. And there's some interesting stories I, I'm telling <laughs> for the first, first, first time. And you're correct. Yeah, we lived it. I mean, you know, we bounced into those guys on the strip in like 1981, Robin and I, and Molly was pretty much establishing the Sunset Strip, you know, right? phoning in on the whiskey and, and you know, we there was no competition for, for me and Mickey Rat per se, and when Jakey was in the band and then he took off and, and then uh, I started with Robin building Rat as we know it. But there's plenty of stories. I got some great photos, never seen of us, bunches hanging out, doing some, you know, ridiculous uh, things. But it's all it's all good. It's history. It's, it's you know, 
it's going to be a, it's going to be a good thing. Yeah, no, People that's will find it interesting. Oh, it's amazing. I loved your book and I love, you know, you talk about how you love the struggle and you appreciate the struggling days more than the successful ones. And I think in the book, you, your, your friend Beth Miller says that you were extremely driven and focused and you always had that energy. So talk about your work ethic in those early years. Like, cause I mean, yeah, we, you know, you talk about the drugs and the sex. I mean, and there's a ton of that in the yeah, book, but yeah. the, the part that's really inspired to me is like how hard you worked and how hard, how much you wanted it. Yeah. appreciate that. Um, well, it's just wanting something and knowing, you know, I mean, I got to blame that on Van Halen in 78, <laughs> you know, uh, the minute I, you know, I, when I was getting into music and not forming a band yet, you know, still on crutches and shit, learning guitar. Uh, you know, once I uh, got wind of uh, go see this band called Van Halen, a friend of mine in 78, you got to see them. They're playing the whiskey now. They, they're no longer playing Gazaris, right? Mm -hmm. The same stage where the doors Van Halen and Rat started, the Gazaris, you know? So, uh, uh, it, it's pretty crazy, you know, I mean, in the book, you know, I had to dwell into some of that nonsense and get it out of the way. I do want to do another book, uh, when there's time and really get into the nuts and bolts, uh, bolts of, of Mickey rat rat, the whole process, which will be, you know, thoroughly explained and, uh, back for more, which was, uh, tentatively back backstage fast. Um, but there's a lot of things that need to be told, you know, and it's part of history and, and the legacy is, is, uh, you know, legacy is what it is. Very happy about it. But my worst ethics haven't changed at all. It's the same as now, you know, I write all the time and, uh, try to get things done, you know, not just playing anymore. You know, there's other things that excite me before. Besides drag racing, you know, going top fuel racing, I'd rather do that. But here I am, uh, uh, you know, forever a rat bastard, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, worth work, work uh, ethics haven't changed a bit. You yeah. know, I, I'm still, when I get into something, I'm, I'm driven to accomplish it. And so, unfortunately, unfortunately for me, it took being, you know, in a, terrible accident to turn me on to music and next thing you know i just you know creating these bands and and it's a process but yeah and then when you get humbled you know you can have all the success you want but then you know we all got humbled in the 90s i don't blame that on grunge i don't blame it on shit you know our music never went anywhere and you know if you're saying the 80s genre it's bigger than ever you know uh and everybody that's still out there and being heard from the 80s genre per se should really appreciate it because not only are some of these bands being played, you know, a lot for the first time since the 80s, you know what I'm saying? It's oh, that yeah. big now, you know, it, it, it's, it's something new again. And I don't see any uh, changes happening. I think, you know, it is what it is. Everything's been done. You know, so with me, it's finding other outlets and, and things to uh, entertain myself, number one, and number two, to be creative in the marketplace and in business and in music and 
because it is a business, you know, per se. Right. You know, you don't get, you don't sit around and get loaded 24 hours a day. Eventually it stops. <laughs> <It's a> good <laughs> time. You right. can still have a good time for, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, it's all good. A lot of things coming up and we're, you know, we're excited about it. And most of all, getting out there and playing and, you know, yeah, it's really turning some people on. So I'm happy about that. No, I'm excited. Uh, I've, I've only seen you, uh, your solo band. I've never, I've never seen you with, with rat. Um, and you, cause your solo mm-hmm. band is, is you, you try to have kind of a grittier version with that. You do that on purpose. Oh yeah. yeah you know, it's, it's kind of like, uh, see Mickey rat was, a uh, the, he put it this way, the EP, the rat EP, mm-hmm. that's pretty much what the rat bastards is about. You know, it's just getting out there and just not being so formulated. Uh, you know, I respect what, what rat is about and this and that, but right now rat without the original, uh, members to me could be my solo band, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, you know what, do we give them what you got? Never go through motions. Uh, but I'd rather uh, uh, play the stuff a little grittier, you know, yeah. Mickey Rat, Rat EP, you know, uh, that, yeah. that's what we get off on. So that EP, that first EP, those songs were all, <laughs> I didn't know this, they were actually all written in the 70s. They were written by you yeah. in your teenage years. So did the songs evolve by the time you recorded them, though, in 83? No, they're pretty <laughs> much the same because we had to, those were only songs in the set when when uh we did out of the cellar um well we started going out on the road like we opened up for uh zz top one time and and we had to play the old whole ep and that's where walking the dog was in our set and so you play what you got you know what i mean yeah and uh so anyway so be it there yeah, but th- those songs, and then, you know, obviously your Out of the Cellar album is huge. And the song mm. Lack of, Com- Round, and, Round and Round is obviously the big song, but Lack of Communication mm. is also a great song. And I don't know if that song was about a, a relationship with a girl or what, but do you think that song is kind of relevant for today? Because I feel like it would fit with today's society and not really communicating with each other. Well, yeah, you could uh, you could uh, throw that, uh, you know, analogy in there with that i didn't uh one one crucier pretty much our bass player and rat uh brought that to the band i think i just changed a a, a bunch of things on it and of course you, you put all the original guys on something like that and then you get lack of communication you know um but you know and and that whole record i mean you know you work all your life for your you know to record your first record to write your first song you know i mean you're to record your first album, not your first song. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even in your direction is another Mickey Rat late 70s song, you know? Uh, those songs just last. I mean, right now, uh, in our solo set, we're adding, uh, you know, Sweet Cheater is a favorite. You Got It is back in the set from the EP. We're going to throw Tell the World in there. It's just, people are digging the, the, the EP songs. The Rat really doesn't uh, uh, perform a lot of those early EP songs. Um, I think maybe cheater. Uh, that's about it. And tough. You think you're tough, which was written in 82. Uh, Robin and I wrote that in 82. And, uh, the others were just songs that I had written through the years with Mickey Rat. you know? 
That's so cool. You know, it's uh, one of my favorite rat songs of all. And I think you said it was one of your favorites, too, is uh, Way Cool Junior. I just feel like the band was hitting yeah. on all cylinders on that song. It's got a great drum intro and then the bass line and the guitar riffs, your lyrics. And I love your vocal range, how you kind of go low and then high. I mean, what inspired that song, though? It's so great. Oh, man. You know, Bo Hill, <laughs> the rap producer, you know, trying something different. But then again, you get Warren in there and he throws down a riff like that. See, Robin and I pretty much... Uh, uh, came up with the harder riff rat song mm -hmm. and uh you know i'm insane uh, uh just the heavier songs okay uh, and warren tends to have that more of a uh he can play anything so out of the blue he came up with that riff and it ended up turning into a song you know and a brilliant song you know Hi, whatever. So what, what happened with Warren? I mean, if you don't want to get into it, I don't want to get into drama, but I noticed that you didn't write a lot about Warren in the, like you write a lot about your friendship with Robin and Juan and you write about mm -hmm. Blotzer and how you guys like argued and stuff, but you don't really okay. write a lot about Warren good or bad. And then now obviously he's not in the band. It seems like he just disappeared. Is he okay? Like, is he doing no, okay? Warren's, no, Warren's all good. Okay. Uh, Warren is, is, out there playing with the Kings of Chaos or some band like that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, stuff. he's still doing that. Okay. Yeah, he's out there doing some things, and I, I I'd like to bump into him and and you know do a jam. I mean, look, once a rat, always a rat. Turn <laughs> into a rat bastard. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Um, there ain't no getting out of this club. You know, unless you're you know rest in peace, Robin. That's yeah. the only way you're getting out. You know. Uh, and, you know, there's nothing I would like, and I'm sure our fans would, you know, to see us uh, doing something, you know, in the, in the future. Uh, times, it, the clocks are ticking, times are ticking, you know, yeah. you know, and, and it would be a great thing. I mean, I've had Bobby, I just did a, a, a live stream concert solo show at the Whiskey uh, not too long ago, and I had Bobby uh Blotzer come out and play a couple songs of course round and round and he had a little shtick and you know uh, I don't you know you might see him coming out and jamming with me a little more you know it, it's all about you know getting through the day we've all done it been yeah. there and done it <laughs> Rat has been there and done it and I keep saying this over and over we are not the most dysfunctional band on the planet so I'll give us that much credit you know yeah, no, I think every band, like I had a Brian Wheat from Tesla on and he said we would have uh, what we call discussions, but sometimes they would get physical like fights. So, I mean, it doesn't, I think, don't you think that sometimes makes the band great is if everybody cares a lot and if nobody gave a shit, then that'd probably be worse. Yeah. And that's, that happens with success. You'll be amazed what happens when there's success thrown in the mix. That's why you will go back and backtrack and saying that I appreciate those struggling days more. You know, it almost got too easy and it showed, you know, uh, a little too much of this, too much of that. But it's rock and roll. We call it rat and roll. And it's still it. You know, uh, I mean, I'm not out there looking for the big party these days. I'm out there doing business, you know, and enjoying uh, what could be, you know, I mean, retire. I, I don't know that language. I don't know the language of retire because I'm in this business, you know, and I like, I like 
a lot of it, some of it I don't. Uh, but I've learned a lot, and I, you know, I'm going to hang out for a little bit. I'd love to play for another couple of few years, and then kind of kick back and enjoy myself, and you know, write music, produce, do the TV stuff, and and the shows, and just other things, you know. And obviously, drag racing, you know. Yeah. So you said um, in your in your book, you talk about how Poison was the craziest opening band that you had. Like one of them, somebody ate a urinal cake and drinks a beer full of cigarette butts. Like, oh my god! I mean, well, is that yeah, those are stories in in the book? But yeah, when they opened up, for they were crazy. We drove them crazy. You know, <laughs> you get you get these young pups who think they can talk. You know, top top dog and partying and and being out there as we were doing what almost. At <laughs> 300 shows a year uh, and then these new guys come along going yeah we can hang out and it's like yeah well, let's see what you got <laughs> we almost killed we, we almost killed Brett one night you know oh, shit. he talks about he tells a story about him almost dying out there on the road well it was trying to out party rat and, and he couldn't do it and he was sick for two days and had to go to the hospital and and um, he ended up doing the shows, but they were on the road with us, and he was being, you know, <laughs> a little too cocky for his own good. We drank him and drugged him under the table, and <laughs> that's where that's at. Yeah, that's so funny because I'm reading the book, and I'm just like, I mean, it really is a great title for the book, uh, you know, Sex, Drugs, and Rat and Roll, because there's so much sex and drugs. And I'm thinking, I remember like halfway through it, I'm going, man, does he ever get tired of like all this sex and partying? And then there's a line where you say, sometimes I just want a quiet night to watch a movie. And I'm like, yeah, I would think that, that some of the days you just be like, I just want to take a break. But you're like, nope, you got to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was, it's a, it's a way of life. If you don't live at 110%, you ain't doing your job. I mean, you don't have to get, you know, whacked out to, to get the job done. I mean, uh, to each his own, each decade to its own, 60s, 70s, 90s, whatever. Now that you got smarter musicians, you know, uh, out there understanding that it doesn't even last too long for these new guys, you know. Uh, but for bands like us who have hung around for 35, six years, um, that takes a, you know, I got to pat us on the back every now and then, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, we know we're, we know what we've accomplished. We're proud of our legacy. And, you know, I'd like to uh, take, take the beast, or, you know, around the track one final lap and, you know, you know, see what happens. But right now it's, you know, Got a few rat shows out there, uh, 2021, uh, a couple this month, July. And it's on my website, officialstevenpiercy.com. Everything under the moon is there. Everything in the cellar is in there. And then there's solo shows. And uh, I see uh, a birthday gig with uh, myself and Sebastian for Eddie Trunk coming up. So there's there's some good stuff happening. That would be, I want to see if I can figure out a way to get into that. That'd be amazing. But speaking of solo shows, I think I saw some uh, images and video of you doing a recent solo show. You look and sound Mm -hmm. great. Have you seen footage of of your pal Vince Neil, though? Because he couldn't finish a show. Are you concerned about him? Do you think people are being too hard on him? What what are your thoughts on Mm -hmm. that? You know, uh, um, Vinny, I love Vinny, you know, uh, I don't, you know, I don't dwell into that. You know, you don't know what's, what, what's bugging, you know, what's up with somebody if they're being 
uh, something's bugging them or, 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 you know, I don't know. I can't remark on that because he's a brother, you know, yeah. and, and I think people, yeah, they should lighten up, man. I mean, you know, uh, life's too short. You know what I mean? And the thing is, is what's the strangest thing about this whole business and everything is you're so transparent these days. Any musician, any actor, any entertainment and anybody, you know, it's there. Uh, so people are lighting up, you know. Uh, yeah. Look at look at the brighter side of things. I mean, the guy's achieved a lot. Great, you know. Uh, he has, you know. Hey. Amazing. Know, yeah, well, I'm glad that they're man. getting back together, and then I'm also glad with the Guns and Roses. I've seen them like four times, and you have a little thing in your book. I don't want to spoil the book, because I think people need to read it. But your whole thing with Axl Rose, how you had this rivalry, and he would see you and kind of like saying Newman, but he'd say Piercy. Did you? Do you guys still have this rivalry? Is this like a friendly rivalry, or what's the story uh, with that? I, I I really didn't get to know him. I wish I did. Okay. You know, in hindsight, you know, I think Axel uh, Axel was actually pretty brilliant you know yeah for all the shit he gets for all the shit he gets the guy's a, a fucking talented dude and back then you know i mean who knows what planet i was on when i was running into him all the time because you know stevie uh and adler you know uh i met you know uh, we became friends before they even did their record right and uh, you know and he used to play it for me and until he finally brought me the final product, and I about shit. I went, dude. <laughs> I went. This is this record is going to be huge. Mark my words. And sure enough, you know, uh, I saw him a couple times, and they're great, you know. But actually, I don't know much respect, man. That's all I can say. Hey, man, For like, sure. You know, yeah, you had this. Um, does he, did he sign your refrigerator? I, I heard about this refrigerator you had. No, not him. No, but you had him. all Everybody these people else. sign it. What happened to that fridge? Yeah. Well, I, you know, it went MIA. Foolish me, didn't grab it when I was being kicked out of the Rat Mansion West. But you know, that's for the next book. You know, uh, uh, there will be some some cool things in there. Less of the the, the sex, drugs, and more of the rat and roll. Um, because there is such a history, you know, with Jake, uh, ex rough cut guys, uh, uh, you know, people coming and going, and and just the whole growing through the process. That's what's great about this uh, docu series that's coming out. I mean, we'll be announcing it probably next week when it comes out. Uh, we're finishing up, like I say now. It'll be a three part series. Now they wanted to wanted to do more, but I'm like, I think we got enough, you know. Uh, you got to save me some bits and pieces for mine. You know, we have another docuseries right. coming out on the heels of that. So uh, be ready for that. It's just time to let some things, you know, to, to share some real insight. I mean, look, people to this day don't fucking even know my lyrics, you know. So it's <laughs> like it's it's like that, you know. It, it, it's almost like that. Okay. So let, let's turn you on to some cool shit and, yeah. and some good good stuff and things you never knew, whether it's Motley or Wasp or this. I mean, I could go on. You know, the thing the thing of it was when I wrote the first first book. You know, I everybody was writing them, so I kind of waited as long as I could, but I wanted to get the, you know ball rolling on some things and <laughs> there, there's so many things it would have taken 20 books to talk about the the just 10 years you know <laughs> living through the 80s you know 
uh, which is really, really. Yeah. And I love the early stuff. And and I hope in the second book, there's more about that time in the nineties where, cause that like, Mm -hmm. and I'm a fan of arcade and all that stuff. So I kind of want to hear more about that too. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. People like the arcade, who knows? Um, but yeah, there will be a lot more things touched on uh, the nineties, two thousands and even now present, you know? So, I mean, the thing is there's always a new chapter being written. You know, the longer you wait, another chapter is, is going down. You know, like this chapter with Rat right now, what, what's going down with the band and, and et cetera. And, and so there's, there's a, a, a lot to tell, you know, a lot to inform people, you know. Right. So it's we got good. the, it's yeah. All good. Yeah, that's good. Everybody, we got the, every, my, put it this way, my friend. Everybody gets, like I say, you get my lyrics wrong. Come on. After 36 years, you know, let's get the story yeah. straight. Aren't you, know? you going to do a lyric book too? Didn't you talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to, the book will include a, a real um, handwritten lyrics. I mean, I have mm. original lyrics going back to 76, wow. uh, handwritten and, you know, there'll be copies, but I'm going to put a lot of original things and what should have been choruses and what were bridges and how they changed. And, and so it'll be uh, pretty interesting, you know, different stories, you know, with Ed then, you know, Ed, me becoming friends with Ed and him buying my Vox 30. And I mean, there's great little stories, you know? Yeah. So, uh, oh, here's a quick story. question I have. I know you got to wrap up here, but yeah. with Eddie Van Halen, sure. since you guys yeah. were friends, he, he was your neighbor. Did he ever yeah. bring up you trying out for Van Halen when uh, Roth left? Because you were like no, friends no, you then. Know, I got to tell you, when, when we got together, it wasn't about music we talk about. We would, we would um, you know, we would uh, talk about life, man, and just digging, hanging and, and, and stuff like that. You know, barely, rarely music. Hmm. And we did get the opportunity to to play with them, and that's all I wanted. The that's last thirty cool. something years was oh. to do a gig with Van Halen, and we fucking did it. That's awesome. So Ed, thank you, brother. You know, and Dave and the guys, man, because it was way cool. Rest in peace, Ed, man, because he was yeah. a sweetheart. You know, yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, last thing, I think. Um, a couple yeah. things, real quick. A movie. Are you doing this movie with Jeff Tate and uh, Graham Bonet called The Future Now Movie Musical? Is that a real thing coming out? Or? Do you know that I did a song for that? Okay, it is in the works, and and I talked to the guy who wrote it, and um, it something is going down. Yeah, and okay. it's going to be really crazy when it does. But yeah, I, I do a character. There's a character written for me in there. And I did go into the studio and recorded a really amazing track, you know, written with this guy. And he's got the whole story, man. He's filming it, wrote it, wrote the music. I mean, it's, it's pretty brilliant. I hope it's successful, you know? Um, yeah, but I'm a part of it. Yeah, it's crazy. You just brought it to my attention. I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, so that should be coming out. And then um, last thing, I always like to end with a charity or a cause. Is there something, a charity or a cause that you've worked with in the past that you want to give a quick shout out to before we wrap up here? Well, any anything cancer. Okay. You know, charities and, and the animals. Leave the animals alone. Be cool, people. Okay. <laughs> Sounds Stop good to me. The well, thank you so much yeah. for doing this, Stephen. I appreciate your time. 
Yeah, and, and thank you very much. Again, you want to check it out, go to officialstephenpiercy.com. There's everything, Rat Bastards, there's rats, there's shows, and, and we're just getting the kickstand up, getting ready to ride, so we'll see what happens. And okay. It's all good. I'll thank put that in the show notes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, keep in touch, man. I'll get some swag to you or something. Oh. I'll email Christy and, and give us an address, and we'll send you some uh, uh, shits and giggles. Awesome. That'd be amazing. Thank you so much, Stephen. No problem, brother. All Let right. me know when this comes out. Absolutely, and I will. Tidy it, tidy it up. Don't make me look too much like a stooge. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to fix myself. You're fine. <laughs> All right, brother. All right. Thank you so much. All right. See you later. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. So there it is. Stephen Piercy, singer of Rat, but also a solo artist, an author, an actor. He's done all sorts of stuff. So make sure to check out his website in the show notes and make sure to follow him on social media to keep up with what he's doing. Uh, I'd love for you to follow me on social media as well. Your likes, shares, and comments help me immensely. And if you want to go that extra mile, I'd love for you to write me a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And if you enjoyed this episode, Check out some of my other episodes. Uh, I've had Joey and Eric from Warrant on the show, Steve Stevens, Rachel Boland from Skid Row, Donnie and Chip from Enough's Enough. Lots of great episodes out there. Uh, and make sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen so that you don't miss any future episodes. I've got some great guests lined up, and I don't, I don't think you're going to want to miss these. So make sure to subscribe. Thank you all for your support. Have a great day, and remember to shoot for the moon. <laughs> <laughs>